Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, right, you guys voted for, obviously, they voted for a touch of necrophilia. I'm going to say, anything, they'll just choose the grossest one. Yeah, always. That's our patrons. Um, so, the grossest of all. So, this was recommended on Twitter by Zanab Squa. I don't know. Yeah, that's the username. And it's the story of Jerry Brudos. So, he... Oh, I know this one! Do you? So pretty extremey. Probably one of the worst we've done. Do you know what? Do you know when it's so bad, it just kind of seems really surreal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I don't want to say that I find anything funny, but it's no, I don't find it funny. But it's like the kind of one you might like tell your friends like, oh my god, this shocking story. Yes. Rather than it's not like some of them you're like, oh, that's just sad. Whereas this one is like, yes. whoa. Like you said, it seems too far removed from reality yeah. to be. It's like major fucked up. So he was born in 1939 in South Dakota, um, and there was poverty due to the Great Depression. So he was born into a time when there was a lot of poverty, and the family. Um, we move around to try and find work in Oregon. And um, so his father worked two jobs. He was a quite a hardworking man. And his mother was kind of abusive. So she made it clear that she'd had one older son. He's fine. And that she wished Jerry was a daughter. Um, oh, here and we was go. was pretty mean to him. So she, would, she was like kind of quite physically punish him i mean don't you think it's weird like today people are kicking off transgender kids like what's happening we're making our kids transgender stop pretending because in the olden days you were trying to misgender all your children Mm. if you didn't get the one you wanted there's so many stories of people (laughs) like i forced them to wear a dress until they were six years old well she didn't quite go that way because he became really interested in female shoes and rather than being like yay he's doing something feminine she was like no you're a fucking weirdo. Don't touch those shoes. He's just a drag queen. I know. Well, he's not, but he could have been. He could in have another been. life if he wasn't so mental. So his mother would destroy the shoes if she found him, and he'd like steal these women's shoes um, from like shops or people's houses. Um, but he became more and more excited by the shoes. And um, on the documentary I watched on YouTube, that they said maybe it was kind of like her freaking out about it and then punishing him that kind of made him like mingle up like sex and violence and taboo and all that kind of thing. 
Um, so naughty, dirty. Yeah. But at age sixteen, he became obsessed with some girls who were living next door. So they were teenage girls, and he used to steal their underwear off the washing line. And at least he stole it clean. Yeah. yeah. It's way more gross when people buy dirty underwear online. Oh yeah. Have you heard? Like they did like, that in Orange shoes. Is the New Black, didn't they? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't think I could sell my underwear online. That would be the worst thing. We'd get more because we're teachers. Oh. Because everyone thinks like, oh, that's an easy thing. I could just wear a pair of underwear and then sell them. It'll be brilliant. But can you imagine if you got any negative feedback? (laughs) That would be the worst. Like how soul destroying. Like even the creeps can't stand the smell of my badge. I mean, I hate being judged. I hate being observed at work. I hate when they ask for student voice and ask the students what they like. To go as far as like rating my vagina... I can't do it. Not even because you're only rating the vagina stank. Like that's it. So it's either it smells good or it smells bad. But either way, it smells like that's what oh they're God. after is the smell. Yeah, It's just a minefield. We're best off out of it. Well, he stole clean underwear, I guess, because he could get his hands on it more easily. Um, but the family noticed that this underwear was going missing. So they reported it. Um, imagine having to phone the police and like, it could have just been like when the rat was stealing all of my socks and hiding oh, them behind yeah. the fridge. Yeah. Well, I thought was... <laughs> someone was stealing my socks. I was like, why have I only got one pair left? <laughs> uh, so Brudos, uh, he told one of the girls who worked with the police uh, that he worked with the police. So like, he found out that next door, I guess they'd like told the neighbours, oh, with, there's stuff going missing. Yeah, keep we've an eye out the police. for the police. So Rudos said to one of the girls, oh, I'm working with the police. Come round and um, answer some questions for me. And, a 16-year-old boy? And she's like, okay. I mean, I guess she, maybe she thought it was a bit of a line and maybe he was cute or something. But yeah. she, she went round and then he... Basically, he was like, hi, come on in, ran out the back, came back with a mask on and had the knife and went, now strip. So made her strip, took photos of her, ran out, ran back out, came back in like, oh my God, a guy just locked me in the shed. And she was like, what the fuck? And so she didn't report it, even though she knew, of course it was fucking him, like... But like, imagine thinking that that's going to work. And she's like, oh, God, poor you. Oh, just run out the back door Some weird and come guy. back with a fake moustache on. I don't, like, exactly the same height and wearing the same clothes. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I shouldn't laugh. It's pretty horrible. Um, so then she didn't report him. So if she had reported him, maybe it would have put a stop to this or at least something. But then he did. He got a record quickly afterwards and that didn't make any difference either. So he beat up a girl who lived locally because he asked her out. She said no. And so he became violent and she reported that. And he was arrested and they sent him to um, like a, um, a hospital for a while. And it's actually the same hospital where they filmed One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And um, But it wasn't as strict as in that film. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they let him go to school during the day. Well, that's fine. Like, after school. Imagine going, Imagine if there was a guy in a class who was like off to the insane asylum for the night. I yeah, like why? How? What an interesting idea. I guess idea. they didn't want him to miss out. They were finished with no qualifications anyway. So then they let him out of hospital. He joined the army. They sent him out for being weird. So he went back to his parents' house. And he began... Um, he began working as a bit of an electrician, but he was assaulting women on the side. So he was um, like choking them and then he'd steal their shoes because of this shoe fetish. So I think he'd maybe 
approach them, ask them out. So they it, was say the no. sh- it was a shoe fetish, not a foot fetish. Definitely a shoe fetish. Oh no, actually a bit of both. Mm. Imagine like having a fetish for something, but like, because he goes deep into the foot thing as you can probably imagine. Imagine being like, oh, I really like lips. But like, when you imagine a pair of lips, you don't imagine them isolated from the body. <laughs> like, it's, it's part of a face generally, isn't it? Like, if the guy's got a nice arms, you don't think of like, oh, I'd love to have them decapitated from the body and then I can like, jip off with them. <laughs> like, it's always... <laughs> that is so true though. Yeah. There's things that I really like about Tom, but it doesn't make me want to slice them off. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. So, if the rest of you could just fuck off now, <laughs> yeah. leave me and this right oh, nipple alone. <laughs> <laughs> Never the left. Um, so then he, uh, so he hid the crazy for a while. Like he was, uh, he played normal for a bit because his friend set him up with this woman, and I guess like things move faster than anyway, so we didn't have to hide it for as long. Well, it's so disappointing so, that it had to get extreme because if you're gonna have a fetish for something, shoes quite an innocuous object. Like you can get hold of them. Yeah. It's not you have don't a lot need of shoes. to chop off a foot in order get to a get job a in, shoe. Get a job in a shoe shop. Yeah, like that Brilliant. guy in Sex in the City starts like licking her toes and stuff. You haven't oh, seen, seen it. Yet. No. Yeah, but like perfect. Yeah. Work around shoes. Chiropodist. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. Um, so he got married Bouncy to Bouncy Castle <laughs> supervisor. Oh. Why is that for? Because everyone has to take the shoes off before uh, they go on. Oh. Yeah, mostly children. They just stand there and watch the shoes. <laughs> watch the shoes. <laughs> like yeah. Um, so he got married to this woman that he'd gone on a date with, um, but he very quickly became weird in their marriage. So he used to tell her to do the housework naked, apart from wearing a pair of high heels. And at first she was kind of like, yeah, I'll go along with it. Like, it's obviously his thing. But um, And then he used to take photos of her in sexual positions. And after a while, she just decided she wasn't having any of it anymore. She gave up on kind of trying to meet his needs. So she just ignored him so he began to secretly wear underwear like women's underwear under his clothes and um he'd take photos of himself in the underwear and then he'd just leave them around the house for her to find (laughs) but then she'd just find them and be like don't give a shit and just leave them there and completely ignore them so he did want to freak people out like you said about the mum thing i think he liked he liked that idea of maybe getting caught he liked the idea of, I don't know, I think he was just, oh, I don't know, like really sexually aside, excited by extreme taboo. Yeah, so he wanted it to be forbidden. Yeah, I think so. Um, so his first murder was Linda, um, who was in January 1968. So Linda Slawson, um, she was a woman who was um, going door to door selling encyclopedias. Which is very like there's that's in Friends, isn't it? Like Joey buys heavy work. Joey buys like a an S encyclopedia in Friends. Can you remember? And he, <laughs> he's got loads of facts with one specific letter, and they're like because <laughs> it was a door to door guy, and he can only afford one. Um, but she invites her in. Yeah, it would You're be heavy. like an encyclopedia <laughs> for bad TV, late nineties. <laughs> exactly, Comedy. those were the TV eras. Um, but he, yeah, it would be really heavy though, having a whole set. Unless you just sell them and then 
you have to post them maybe um so he invited her in um and then he knocked her out and then strangled her and his wife and children were upstairs at this point and this is an opportunist killing obviously really awful um so he goes upstairs and says here's some money go out and do something just go out arrange just step over this sleeping woman <laughs> yeah. um and then well she's dead at this point so he has sex uh, he dresses the body up in like sexy clothes he has sex with it um, takes photos of it and then he cuts off one of the feet and he keeps it in the freezer and he gets it out every now and again then. it's the little things that are the most disrespectful i feel like it, he's going to have you're already dead mm. and he wants to have sex with you the fact that you're you know a corpse isn't putting him off but the outfit you came in wearing isn't good enough <laughs> he's got to dress you in something else like his standards are really upsetting. <laughs> so he um, he dumps her body in the river and it's never found. Um, and th- basically, this he starts on a bit of a spree now. I mean, it's not like day to day. There's months in between, but he just keeps going. Um, November 1968, he came across a woman whose car had stalled on the side of the road. And he stops... Um, and he says, right, I'm going to fix the car, but I need some parts. Come with me. I'll go to my house and get them. Which, honestly, I would probably do. Do you know, like, if I... It's not like... It's not like some guys approach me. My car's stalled. I need help. Someone's offering to help me. I mean, one time I drove into a ditch, and this guy was like, do you want me to pull... Do you want me to pull the car out? And then I was like, I don't know where I'm going. And he was like, follow my car. He could have just driven off in the middle of nowhere, and I don't know. I'd, I would go along with it because I need help at that point and I'd probably be like oh what a nice person I suppose it depends on the circumstances when I broke down I, I was stood at the side of the road for a long time people were did keep pulling up and saying are you okay but I was like I'm waiting for my mum <laughs> <laughs> I was like 25 but I was like I'm waiting for like, I wasn't going to do anything until my mum had got there yeah yeah. But it depends if I was really but far then away, was then like I wouldn't dark, have been doing that. Yeah, if it was dark, if your mum, if you knew your mum wouldn't... I mean, she wouldn't have had a mobile phone either. She would have yeah. just been pretty much... Well, I was there. stranded for fucking ages. I was fuming because it was a Sunday morning, so everyone was in church. So everybody's <laughs> phones were off. Oh, like, shit. Hours and hours. And those services go on. Go on. Oh, don't tell me it's a healing service. Fucking <laughs> Healing is never quick. <laughs> um, like, it's, you know one of those ones where they say... Let's not leave. Let's if, leave if you want to. Yeah. But we're going to stay. God, we dare we're we're going to stay until the Lord is done. And no one ever dares to. You don't want to be the first to leave because then it's like, no, well, I've got dinner on. So. don't care. And Jesus is never done until somebody is crying. Until somebody yeah. is crying. So we have to just wait until someone breaks down into tears. I remember the days. I hate those ones. I just. It is like don't feel don't feel you have to stay. But if you are staying, then you need to be oh my god, please. Everyone wants to leave. We all want to. It's like a weird episode of Survivor, like who can pray the longest. Yeah, it's true. And no one's praying! Who are you fooling? Just... We're all waiting for this woman to cry. Come on. Keep singing till she does. <laughs> Keep singing. We'll go acoustic, that might work. Oh God, we're cracking out the old hymn book. We've run out of songs. <laughs> so, uh, that, so he takes so her home. Happening? Well, he's about to murder this woman. Oh. Oh, so, so he basically, he's, he's given her a lift um, to his to get the that tools, yeah? So then he, 
he gets out, gets the tools, and then he like sneaks quietly into the back seat of the car, and then he grabs her from behind and he strangles her, and then he rapes her body, takes her in the house, um, and he literally just like checks his chainsaw style, just hangs her body on a hook. And then he leaves it there. So he keeps it there for sexual gratification for about five days. And then even like the family go away for a weekend and he leaves his body just hanging on a hook. In the, I mean, no other fucker must be going in this garage. But while, he, while they're away on this little mini break, someone accidentally drives into his garage door and like causes a bit of an accident. So the neighbours see it and they phone the police and the police come round to investigate this accident. And... Like they like maybe like poke their head around, but they didn't walk into the garage because it's locked. And so like they're this close to this body, and they're no idea. They leave and it's done. And he loves this. He's getting a right through it. Like he comes back. Oh, the God. police have been around. They didn't find the body. Like it's that's a real thrill to him. So that oh so grim. So then April 1969, so this is only a few months later, he tries to kidnap Gloria Jean Smith and she gets away and she reports the crime, but she can't say it's him because she doesn't know who he is. It's just a person. Um, then the next day, Linda Saley goes missing from a car park in Portland where he had got a fake police badge and he'd shown it to her and convinced her to go with him because every time someone tries to run or something, he, he kind of like, he doesn't like a fight. So, so he just lets them go. So then he thinks, if I've got a fake badge or something, then I can lure people. Oh, I don't yeah. have to, like, if I can convince them, then it's not like I'm kidnapping. Um, it's like mm. I'm luring. Because, yeah, eventually, if you've got the knife, some people will be frightened to do what you want, but some people will just run yeah. scared. So then he mm. tied her, standing on her toes, and he photographed her, and then he killed her. And her body's um, found weighed down in the river a month later. Uh, May 1969, Brudos kidnaps um, Karen Sprinkler and he holds her up with a toy pistol. So he's got like a toy gun. I mean, I guess you wouldn't even know, would you? You wouldn't even check. You would be like, come on then, shoot me, let's see. Um, And he tells her to post her photos and he hangs her while he goes and watches cartoons because he's interested in the body. And then he comes back and he... Oh, it's so awful. He cuts off her breasts and then he takes her breasts because he wants to keep like a memento and he makes like a cast of them and his plan is to put like bronze in them to make her like a statue. You could have done that when she was alive. Oh my God, awful. Um, So her body is found um, a month later in the river as well. So... He, pro- he targets a woman called Sharon Wood. He holds her at gunpoint, but she resists and she flees and she lives as well to tell the tale. So there's a couple of witnesses now who've got away. So uh, soon after this, he kidnaps a 12-year-old. Um, oh no, sorry, that's Gloria Jean Smith. So uh, when he kidnapped um, Gloria Jean Smith, so that was in 1969, who got away. Um, also a neighbour saw him as well. So there's a few um, people who've witnessed him. Like this neighbour saw him walking this girl to the car and obviously she's upset, she doesn't want to go. And that's when he just like, lets go of her, runs off because he doesn't want any witnesses. He doesn't want anything funny. Um, So the police start to notice that there's bodies turning up for one. (laughs) But when they're they're investigating these murders, and obviously people in the area know about these murders, you know, people are talking about it, it's really scary. Um, But they find that there's a really unusual knot that's been tied every time. 
and uh, they've got obviously the bits of rope that they take from the bodies from the water because they were in the water in the river it's quite hard to kind of work out what's been done to them and they, and they don't maybe know that it's completely sexual um but they start interviewing women around the area just to see if they can find anything. And when they're interviewing women, a few of them start to mention this weird guy that they've come across. And one of them says that in particular, there's this guy that she's seen a few times and he likes to talk about these murders and he gets really sort of like really like obsessive about them and starts talking about the women who've gone missing. Oh, I bet he's done this and I bet he's done that. So she the police say to her if you see him again phone us and then we'll just come straight over and she does so that he she sees him again she phones them she says he's here now they go straight over and they take him in for questioning so they do background searches and they find these previous charges that he's got against women but they haven't got any evidence at this point it's just it's just a weird guy yeah you're a creepy man and you're in a creepy situation yeah but fair play on them for chasing up creepy guys I think that's reasonable. Um, so they go to his house, but they haven't got a warrant. So they, they sort of nosy around. He lets them in, but they can't take anything. And they spot a rope there. But they're like, oh, we've got no warrant. Um, if we don't take it now, we're going to be stuffed. But if we, if we take it now, obviously that's unlawful. Mm-hmm. But um, Brudos sees them looking at the rope. And he's like, oh, you're really interested in this rope. And he says to Oh, him, he can't resist showing off. He says, why don't you have a piece of it? And he fucking gives them a bit of this rope and when they look into it it matches the victims because he just thinks he's so like clever they'll never catch me yeah i'd guess he probably doesn't know about the likenesses so he's just like yeah take a bit of the murder weapon i don't give a shit he probably gets off on that like oh yeah they've got I love a bit that of the he rape. thought these policemen just are rope enthusiasts <laughs> yeah. why else do you think there they're gonna go. be interested yeah. in the rope so then, oh, you're like a good rope when you see one. <laughs> yeah. So then they show the 12-year-old girl, Gloria Smith, who had escaped him, um, uh, a load of photos of different men, and one of them is Brudos, and she identifies him as the man as well. So then they've got this um, information. So he's arrested, and but they haven't, they haven't got a, they haven't got a lot on him. Um, but uh, when they arrest him. He works out that they're after him. So he has tried to run away. So he goes off, he drives off and they catch him and he's like hidden down in his car and he's wearing silk ladies underwear as well. I want to address him. I've never had a pair of silk underwear, I don't think. No, you wouldn't want the static electricity, would you? <laughs> no. Um, so then that he does confess. So three days later, so the police kind of play into his, his wanting to show off about the crimes and, you know, oh, you must be really clever if you think, like, and sort of, like, big him up and, and try, give him the spotlight. And he does eventually confess three days before he's supposed to go to trial. He pleads guilty for three murders and he receives a life, um, three life sentences for this. And he dies in prison for two, in 2006. So, like, a pretty grim, horrific one. Like, it is the stuff of horror films, isn't it? Yeah. Like when you think about it, it's actually terrifying. Incredibly gross. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. 
Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So you voted for it. You got it. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for coming. I don't know. Fuck it. Leave that. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.